Don't skimp on the nutrition, a Baxter Black tribute, and lots more. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck, 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 Beck. A big thank you goes out to our Ranch It Up lineup, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Ally Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. I'm sure by now everyone has heard of the passing of Baxter Black here last weekend. So at the end of the show, we've got a very, very special tribute to him. Coming up in our feature, we go in-depth on why you should be careful and cautious of cutting the grocery bill to the critters. And I do believe that the boss lady, Beck, is printing up our sale barn reports as we speak. And we've got lots and lots more crew. Welcome to the Ranch It Up radio show. Our Way Em Up Sale Barn Report takes us to and starts us out in Aberdeen, South Dakota, Hub City Livestock Auction. Their sale from Wednesday, June 8th on the steer side. Going to start out with a group of red and charlotte cross steers weighing 780, excuse me, weighing 580. Red and charlotte cross steers weighing 580 at $1.90 and a half. A big group of black steers, 696 at $1.88 and a half. Here's another big group of 771 weight black steers at $1.84. Here's a big bunch of black steers weighing 942 at $1.6675. Some red steers weighing 938 at $1.58 and a half. And a big group of heavy black steers at 1013 at $1.5775. On the heifer side, seven weight red and Charlotte Cross heifers at $1.6575. Black heifers weighing 843 pounds at $1.48 and a quarter. Another big group of black and red heifers, 809 weights at $1.4775. And then some heavy black heifers weighing 941 pounds coming in at $1.3775. The way up cows from 70 all the way up to 88. The way up bulls from a dollar to a dollar 16. Bred heifers coming in at 1375 up to 1700 dollars a head, and then the pairs anywhere from 1470 all the way up to 24 and a half. Wow. Now heading to Orland Livestock Commission Yard in Orland, California. A recap from earlier in the month. Four to five weight steers at a dollar sixty-five to two oh one. Five to six weights at a dollar forty to a dollar seventy-seven. Six to seven weights at a dollar thirty to a buck seventy-six. Seven to eight weights at a dollar twenty to a dollar fifty-seven. Eight to nine weight steers at a dollar twenty to a dollar forty-five. On to the heifer side. Four to five weight heifers up to a buck sixty-nine. Five to six weights up to one sixty-three. Six to seven weights up to a dollar fifty-two. Seven to eight weights up to a dollar forty-four. And eight to nine weight heifers up to a dollar. The way up cows from 85 to $1.10. The way up bulls from 90 up to 134 And pairs from 1100 to 1810 Dunlap Livestock Auction in Dunlap, Iowa, talking about the way ups and the fat cattle this time. So starting with the fats, the top steers at $1.4710, with the choice steers selling from $1.41 up to that $1.4710. The select and choice steers at $1.38 to $1.40. The top heifers at $1.4375. The choice heifers, $1.40 to $1.4375. Excuse me, talking about the fat cattle now. And then the select and choice heifers from $1.35 to $1.39. Now on to the weigh-ups, the fed cows from 84 to 95. The bulk of the weigh-up cows coming in from 72 to 82 with the low-yielding cows 
55 up to 65. The high yielding bows from a dollar 10 to a dollar 20. The bulk of the way up bows coming in at a dollar up to a dollar 12. Hey gang, it's Mark Banzi with livestockmarket.com. A couple things to update you on. First, I just want to tell you about another great set of fall bred cows that we just sold on our online auction. It was 40 head of fall heavy bred Angus Plus and Brangus type cows. They brought 1360 a head on the online auction. The producer went out, took pictures on his own, got a video, just sent them to the rep here. The rep helped him get them listed. They opened them up at $100 a head, no reserve, and they brought $13.60 a head. That seller never had to gather them. He never had to haul them to town or anything. He didn't pay any yardage or vet bills on them. He paid us a sale fee of about $19 a head, and the buyer came and picked them up off of his place. And we've been doing this regularly now on these fall bred cows. We seem to have a really great market for them. So if you're in a place where you're wanting to sell some, let us help you. You'll be glad you did. The market seems to be really, really strong on these, at least on our site. Now, selling this Wednesday, June 22nd, uh, we're selling seven lots of cattle on the online auction, six registered Hereford bulls, and the featured lot on this auction is 17 purebred, all black, open replacement heifers from Samples Farms in Greenville, Texas. They're all about 14 months old on grass right now, and they're ready to be bred. They're farm-raised, and they've been vaccinated three times. These two are going to open up at $100 a head, no reserve, and they will sell to the highest bidder. So go check them out today on livestockmarket.com and hit that online auction tab. Thanks, guys. Up next, don't take away the critters' groceries. We'll be right back, crew. The necessities of life, food, water, shelter. And your favorite radio hosts, this is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. Join us every week right here for the Ranch It Up radio show. And the Bend radio show. We talk cattle, market, sale barn reports, news. Cooking, lifestyle, outdoors, recreation. And everything in between. And there's a lot in between. Ranch It Up. And the Bend. Margins are the tightest that I can remember in diesel. Well, that's the highest I've ever seen. So how do we survive? Where do we make cuts? Where don't we make cuts? I think it has long-term consequences that we have to think about. It's not easy, but we'll be diving into those topics, the tough ones. Lots of you have asked that we cover this one, and we're happy to oblige. Over the next several weeks, we'll be hearing from our big three. That's RCAF USA, the USCA, and NCBA, each getting to share their thoughts of the current cattle environment, good, bad, and ugly. What is one of your favorite times of year? And it's right around the corner. Easy. Branding season. I love branding season. Crew, it doesn't matter if you're selling commercial heifer calves come fall or bulls next spring. Branding season is the time to take samples for genetic testing. Get enrolled in Igenity Branded or Igenity Beef. Add value to those feeder cattle. Add value to your breeding cattle through genetic evaluation tools from, you guessed it, Neogen. Let's get it on! Cattle battle. We're hearing so much about inflation lately, and not a one of us can get away from the rising costs of production. And many of us, we're looking to where we can cut a corner and save dollars, but the question is where to try to save dollars. But remember, where we try to make a cut today may inadvertently affect how we could make a profit tomorrow, cause and effect. Dr. Kelly Sanders with Westway Feed Products joins us today to start a strategy session, if you will, a thought session, a discussion on nutrition and economics. 
But before we go down the rabbit hole, I want to be a little bit more vague and I want to talk about more economically of what all of us are facing this situation where expenses are all going up. And I want to talk about cutting corners because we have to do it. Kelly, you have to do it. You, you were probably visiting with your kids and saying, look, we can't go to every jackpot show now. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, everything, people are making some hard decisions. And I know that one of those decisions that people make is sometimes they pull back on their nutrition program. They pull back on that mineral program because we're looking for some easy fixes, meaning we're looking for something that we can immediately see that we're not writing a check for. And I know, of course, you're going to say, look, guys, before you go and you pull the plug on your mineral and your nutrition program, we got to talk about this thing. So, Kelly, um, I guess I'm not asking for some easy fixes, but I am asking for some advice of walking through some of these decisions because we're going to have to do something. And you know that, unfortunately, we're all in that position where we're going to have to do something. We got to tight. We got to tighten the belt somewhere. Yeah, we really do. Uh, and and the quickest and easiest one I think we all look at is is our mineral program, right? Because you're looking at that and you're going, "Holy cow, that's twelve hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars a ton," and that's a lot of money in cash. And it it really is. And I get that. And but what we have to really remember is what we do right now is going to affect how those cows are fixing to get bred. We're turning out right. Mm -hmm. And and what that's going to do to us. What's that going to do to that calf crop next year? If we start shortening nutrition right now, you know what I mean? Right. If you've got a if you've got a Kevin interval, let's say you're super tight and you're at 75 days and now you've stretched that thing out because of you were tied on nutrition or whatever. Now you've strung that thing out 120, 130, 140, you know, just trying to make sure you get cattle bred. That That's a tough thing to manage next year, right? Because you're still going to, we're still going to wing those calves probably at the same time. Right. Unless, right, unless right. you, unless we're still in a drought and Hey, we're going to say, Hey, we're going to pull these calves off early. But even if you do that, you know, you've got calves that are, and let's say 300 and something pounds and you got calves that are 200 and something pounds. Well, that's even a different management thing you've got to go through. So a little bit of, you know, savings today, a lot of times Tigger, well, we pay for it next year. A lot of times I, I saw that a lot uh, when we went through the drought down here in 11 during that time frame. That, that was the first thing everybody pulled off was, was pull mineral off. It's a quick cost. We don't have to pat outlay. And like I said, I get it. I, I, I think through the same thing on the cows we've got, but those calves that past fall, I will tell you when we saw those calves come to the feed yards and the grill yards, I bet our death loss went from say four and a half to five on a lot of, you know, high risk cattle yeah. and to seven, eight, nine, I bet it doubled everywhere. And that was really the, it, we went through a drought and we knew everybody quit feeding mineral. Cause you know, I was, I was in the feed business at that time. So we saw the numbers and you saw major health problems, uh, on, on all those calves. And so if you're retaining ownership or those guys are going to buy those cattle, you got to wonder, are we going to discount those calves and things of that nature? So I think it has long-term consequences that we have to think about. Now, can you manage that a little bit better? Do we have to, you know, could, could we pull back a little bit or could we actually say, hey, you know what, maybe we don't have to uh, uh, put mineral out 
365 days a year, but maybe we can go in there and target some organic trace minerals or something mm-hmm. that has a, a whole lot higher value to the animal when they get a whole lot more out of it. Maybe that's how we do it. Maybe target feed some of that stuff in critical points in time, say 40, 60 days before you're going to turn the bulls in and things of that nature. So, you know, you, your bulls are up ready to go from a semen standpoint. They've had plenty of zinc. We know spermatogenesis works off of that, mm-hmm. you know, reproduction on those cows. We, we know we can, if we're deficient, that can kind of hurt us. And if we're in good shape, it's going to help us. Maybe that's a, a something to look at as well. So I think we can do some things there. I, I, the other piece of this puzzle that uh, I know that we did in the drought from a feeding nutrition standpoint was how could we create more of a concentrated uh, diet and feed it at a lower level? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, that way you've, you're, you may have a higher, higher energy ration. It may be a little more expensive on a per ton basis, but then on a cost per head per day. Maybe you can pull that thing back and save some dollars there, but get the same amount of nutrients in the cattle. And that's another thing that maybe it's worthwhile getting with an extension agent, a nutritionist, a feed company rep say, hey, let's look at this type of program and let's put some dollars and cents to it. It doesn't mean the cows are going to be super fat and it doesn't mean they may not be a little bit hungry because we did that in 11, 12 on a couple of ranches where they just had to buy some hay and we had to put out a really high concentrate ration and you know cows were a little hungry because we didn't well they weren't getting full from a satiety standpoint but we were getting enough energy in them where we could get them bred back and they maintaining maintaining exactly and so that's the balance that we tried to to play and it worked pretty well Uh, i mean it wasn't perfect right it takes the management piece on that's a whole lot uh more aggressive and intense because you got to watch things a little bit better but if you're trying to hang on, that that is another way of doing it because it just comes down to straight up how many calories are those cattle going to have relative to their requirement where they're at, right? And, you know, you guys in your neck of the woods where you guys are fixing to turn bulls out, you have green grass coming and it's really short. Well, you know, the tough thing about that, I, we, I see this all the time is, when screen when spring hits and them old cows start chasing that green right and they'll they'll run off any condition that they have which you know how do we adjust for that and i think part of that is don't don't just stop your feeding program as soon as green shows up you, you got to kind of ease them into that a little bit and then then you can i think pull them off when you have enough green to green grass to, to let them take off and go. Does that make sense? Makes all the sense in the world. And and I think I represent a lot of people that we know we need to have it. We know that we can't take it away. We know that if we become mineral deficient, we're going to hurt ourselves in the future where we could potentially set us up for a wreck two or three years mm-hmm. down the road. But now when we're dealing with these different environments, I'm asking for a silver bullet, Kelly, is what I'm asking for of a simple fix of maintaining those cows, something that's affordable, given that we got over $5 diesel. So can you please pass along the silver bullet would be real nice. And by the way, make it affordable. (laughs) Perfect. There you go, Kelly. What more do you need? It sounds like you might need a government official here. Those are the only guys I know that can actually sell you something that good. Exactly. Right, 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 right. 
Kelly Sanders with Westway Feed Products. Always a pleasure, my friend. Now, if you have questions for Kelly or any of the Westway crew, you can fire them my direction at 707-RANCH20. That's 707-R-A-N-C-H-2-O. Send me a direct message. Email me, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. We're going to have more with the Westway crew over the next few months sharing grazing and nutrition strategies. Now, up next, Kirk and the numbers, so stay where you are, crew. Hey, it's Mark Banzi with LivestockMarket.com. Every week we hear from one of our great partners with updates, info, schedules, reports, and everything in between when it comes to buying and selling livestock and hay online and private treaty. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform of all types of livestock as well as hay and straw. They brought you Tractor House and Auction Time, LivestockMarket.com on Facebook too. Thanks guys. Have a great week. We've had just about everything thrown at us, from blizzards, to rainstorms, to heat and the drought already. Makes it tough to be in the cow business. So make life a bit easier with liquid feed and tub supplements from Westway Feed Products. All designed to complement your forages. It's upcycling and efficiency. At Westway Feed Products, we create cow herd efficiency one lick at a time. A couple of buzzwords flying around the industry lately, regenerative ag, not new, but maybe new to you. What is regenerative ag? How does it work? Can I use it? Does it make a difference? We answer all that in the weeks to come right here on the Ranch It Up radio show. Crew, it's super easy to get a hold of the boss lady and I, and we want to hear any beef that you may have, or maybe just let us know what's happening out there in cow country. 707 Ranch 20 is the hotline. Leave us a voicemail or fire us a text. 707 Ranch 20. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, I tell you what, the big talk and discussion here the last couple weeks has been inflation. And the reason that I say the big talk is because it started to really kind of move over into our, our arena, if you will. And it's the whole inflation thing of what you and I were saying off air is it starting to really affect this cattle deal a whole lot. It definitely has the outside market spook the Dow and et cetera. You know, Friday had those inflation numbers that, that put us as high as the 80s. And some of us out there remember how how tough that was and interest rates and all that. And anyway, all that sent shockwaves through the, through the stock market on Friday, and that trickled down fairly aggressively actually into the cattle markets uh, Friday with some pretty big selling that we saw. So what was it? I don't want to get off topic, but interest rates, when you say back in the 80s, I know that it was double digits, but wasn't it like, 18% or, or something like that. Am I right with that, Kurt? Now you're real close. I know you, I hear the Cowboys talk of, you know, paying 19% interest oh. on operating notes in the eighties. And we're a long ways from that, but. Well, and I, I know you and I have said too off air where we've said, you know what, if, if guys were able to do this back in the, in, uh, in the eighties, when interest rate was pushing 20%, well, by golly, we should be able to get something done in today's day and age. True statement. So what's going on with the numbers? What's happening in spite of inflation starting to leak over into our side of the coin? All right, we'll just jump right into it. As of Friday, June 10th, August feeders closed 174.025. That's up 52.5 cents on the week with the CME feeder index at 161.87. Here's the big news. Cash rallied $7.58 on the week 
narrowing our basis to a negative $12.60. August Live closed 136.025. That's up 235 on the week with cash trading 136 in Texas early on the Monday, then 137 to 140 in Kansas and 141 to 145 in the north. That leaves the five area uh, average weight, the five area at 268 and our basis at a negative $4.49 and you'll notice that the futures index didn't even keep up with the with the rally in the cash we had last week. Choice boxes printed 271.32. That's up another $4.06. So boxes have definitely shown a lot of strength as everybody worries about inflation and recessions. And to wrap it up, December corn traded 7.20 and a half. That's up 31 cents on the week. I know a lot of guys, believe it or not, are starting to talk about contracting their calves for uh, you know delivery in September, October. So as we're looking at starting to market our cattle and starting to you know see what options are out there what are a few key things kirk that you think we need to keep in mind when we start sifting through where we could potentially start selling these calves and when we could start potentially selling and aka delivering said calves i think the key to to making that decision every year is understanding what your basis is so i.e what's your normal cash price relative to where the futures are and most guys up here in Montana selling a six weight, I would say is a plus 10 to a plus 15. So if we jump back to uh, August feeders being at 174, that would be about 190 as of the June 10th futures price. And so anything kind of in that range, in the dollar ninety range, would be a very fair offer, one eighty five, one ninety range. And that's obvious based on the scenario that you gave. This is just generalization that you're saying there. That that would be specific to um, our northern, uh, high reputation, high quality, six hundred, six hundred fifty pounder delivered in October, November. So should and we... as your weights, you know, that number changes as weights go up and down, or quality goes up and down. So should we start, and i sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but should we start uh, getting on the horn with you to start going through, like, just that example that you gave of, okay, let's start going through and looking at these numbers. Should we start getting on the horn and talk to our marketing professionals like yourself, believe it or not? Already here, we aren't even in July, but I'm, I'm assuming that uh, the earlier, the better. That's definitely something that a guy could track on their own if you understand it. Uh, if you don't understand kind of what I'm talking about with that basis, I definitely would encourage that phone call uh, to somebody that that does understand it and it helps you give you it helps give you that guidepost. You know, did I get a fair offer? Is that fair? Kirk, as always, I appreciate it. And uh, people wanting some more information, I know that probably the best way to get things going is by texting the word cattle C A T T L E two three three seven seven seven, and then start kind of like you said, beginning said conversations. Absolutely. And thank you, Tigger. And I just want to, before I go, say I'm wishing you and Rebecca the best of luck as you guys hit the rodeo circuit this year. Thank you, Kirk. Appreciate it. Because yes, the rodeo run has started. We are about six and a half hours away from home this weekend. So we appreciate the uh, good thoughts while we're on the road. But by now, everyone has heard about the passing of the great Baxter Black. This was Baxter's final column called A Horse Matters. It was published Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. By Baxter Black. I like living someplace where horse matters. There is just some country where horseback is the only way to get the job done. 
places where the four-wheeler is a poor second, not to mention a noisy track-leaving unnatural conveyance. Besides, it's hard to throw a rope from. Helicopters can spot and scare if that's what you need, but it's helpless when you have to doctor a calf. It is a great feeling to be pushing a cow out of a mesquite thicket, packing a dude down the Grand Canyon, or tracking a mountain lion on a high ridge, knowing you're on the perfect tool for the job. You look at a horse different when he's on the payroll. I like being a person to whom a horse matters. It puts me in such good company. Robert E. Lee, Teddy Roosevelt, Rudyard Kipling, Ray Hunt, Queen Elizabeth, Jerry Diaz, Casey Tibbs, Cowboys, Mongols, Teamsters, Lipizzaners, and Vaqueros of all kinds. Granted, being a horse person doesn't make me easier to get along with, better at spelling or richer. It simply gives me a direct connection to one of the most ancient, mutually beneficial interspecies relationships on the planet. Winston Churchill said, There is something about the outside of a horse that is good for the inside of a man. I like being there when a horse matters. When you can't do the job alone, a cow in a bog, a race against time, a boulder to move, a detour to take, a mountain to cross, a crevice to leap, a war to win, a sweetheart to impress, or when you've gone too far to walk back. Shakespeare's King Richard III said the fate hung in the balance, a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. I've also come to believe that you either are a horse person or you aren't. Many who are never know it because they never have the chance. It's a primitive acceptance, often mutual, a lack of fear. You see it in some children when they are first introduced to the horse. It always gives me a sense of wonder to be there and help make their acquaintance. I believe the horse can sense the child's innate trust. It is the beginning of a natural bond. I count myself very lucky that I get to be part of the wonderful world of horse sweat, soft noses, close calls, and twilight on the trail. I like living a life where a horse matters. In loving memory, Baxter Black, 1945-2022. to and now that's going to wrap it for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Mark Van Zee with LivestockMarket.com and EquineMarket.com, Dr. Kelly Sanders with Westway Feed Products, Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated, and of course, to you, the boss lady, Beck. A big thank you to our partners, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can DM us anytime. Call us, text us 24 7 at 707 Ranch 20. Spread the good word and join us again next time where it's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>